That's sugar cookies. What it do, what it do. What's up, y'all? It's your boy D Walk. And it is your girl Lady Ray. And this is the Champagne and Sugar Cookies Podcast. Brought to you in part by your favorite two cousins. Raven. They bro. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's like I feel like we blow we blow up and stuff. Like we just gonna always be seen with champagne. Yeah, champagne. I don't. Yeah, I, you know I'm gonna keep me some some champagne. Some um, we should have said uh like Taylor Port and um Taylor Port and sugar cookies. That's what we should have said. That's one. Champagne <laughs> a little high now. Let me get that twenty dollars Taylor Port. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, in some places it's cheaper than that. Yeah, eleven dollars. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I, give me some of that. Shout out to Taylor Port. <laughs> But I don't know. Hopefully, making champagne be like sponsoring us and everything. Hopefully, speaking to us, it's just speaking to us instead. How was your weekend, though? Happy Monday! Happy Monday. Um, it's been a, it's been a wild week. So we just gonna ask them before we even dive into it. Just make sure they good. Make sure our cousin good, right Before we go, yeah, on. yeah. Um, I hope everyone is, especially in Arkansas and Little Rock. I hope everyone is safe and um okay. I know everyone's not good for sure. And even if you weren't affected mentally, the stress, you know, because yeah. being in that tornado is probably just like crazy. Yeah. And it, it's been so long. The tornado actually, you know, for the the people that don't know, a tornado um, had when we're from Little Rock and the tornado actually hit in the central area of Little Rock. So, and it, and it caused some major damage. And, right. Um, I'm talking about like my brother, his apartment complex was like completely gone, white, yeah. And um, you know, and and the surrounding houses as well. So it's like, dang, you know, just in an instant, it's all taken from you. Yes. So. And I feel like a lot of people from other states, and I don't know, uh, were really insensitive about the situation in the comments because a lot of people were saying like, um, well, if y'all knew it was a tornado warning or something why was it so many people just out first of all like it we hear a tornado warning them sirens like i heard that last weekend you know what i'm saying like we hear those often i ain't never seen nothing like that before yeah it's not too often like you know it'll hit like the outskirts and, right, you know what I'm saying the out of the out of pocket areas but like and even if it do it don't be that big like it's not like oh 20 people died. No, no, no. It don't be like that. Yeah, man. And, but Twister came through Friday. Man. And it, and it, and it went crazy. So, so that's people, that. It was an F3. It was an F3. I don't know. From the from the video, it looked like an F6. It, right? F7. I know. I'm so, like, I'm scared to see what an F5 like, look like. Because that F3 is right? pretty big. So, uh, definitely uh, our condolences out to the people that were affected. Um, right. And however, you know, we can help. We are definitely be in the community trying to help y'all. Yeah, because that was man. 
Um, all right, so you guys, uh, welcome to the Champagne Street Kings podcast. As you can see, we are from Arkansas. Hello. Um, if you are just now listening or just now finding our podcast, welcome. Go ahead and hit that follow button because you're gonna love us and you're going to love it here. Um, if you're a loyal cousin and you always hear, you always sharing our stuff, you always talking to us, you always in the loop, just know we love y'all. We love you. Uh, to, um, to my fellas, we dapping it up. To my ladies, go ahead, kiss it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay, D, the hood news. Let's, let's, dive. let's dive into it. Okay, let's start because we all know um, April 1st was during the weekend. It was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, I don't like DDG. It's just written now that I don't like him. What do you do, Raven? What do you do, Raven? He put he put that um that he had a baby on the way, which of course it would have been by like Hallie. Immediately when I seen that DDG posted like an ultrasound, I was like, no. Like I was mad. Like, no, do not do that to Hallie. You got all this ghetto shit going on. Do not <laughs> do that to Hallie. Do not. She's the little mermaid. She is no. Please leave her the fuck alone. I want her to get the fuck away from him. Really. <laughs> and I think that's so corny. Like, if you're doing that as April Fool's joke, you're such a corn ball. Like, that's Dang. so funny. I was showing, I was showing to send that baby picture around to everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, another one, another one. But you shouldn't do that. I started to, but I'm glad I didn't because I would have been a cornball. A fucking bozo (laughs) is what you was finna be. (laughs) Cause what? And then, and then none of your hosts will talk to you ever again. Cause you play too much. Not too much, anyways. You Um, play too much. Whatever. <laughs> Wait, do you know? Okay, hold on. Moving on, some of the other folks they play way too goddamn much. Who? What they do? I don't know if this is in Nigeria or what. How you see these silicone BBLs? <laughs> ladies, ladies, hey, they take me to a whole nother level. Hey, week <laughs> by week, day by day, as, as, as far as what y'all can do to get a to get some some tail and uh, a bbl suit is wild because if you it's take off wild. that and you look like yeah i think that's okay to be a full throw punch <laughs> <laughs> like for real because i came home with you i'm like okay she got that ass and then you like no you got to take a whole suit off you finna transform really yeah and you sweat like, i know you sweat like it got the hurt. coochie part of, uh coochie part is cut out though what so? <laughs> hey, and you a wild boy if you continue that. I tell you right now, you wild. You sticking? Wait, you, he's sweating. He's sticking to her body. Yeah, like you, you a wild boy. You know that liquor was on your back. Yeah, I, tell you, I think. Listen, niggas do that. They get drunk. They're probably like, oh shit, I'm already here. Oh, man. I'm already here. Yeah, damn. Oh, man. That's crazy though. That's hilarious. Um, ladies, hopefully y'all don't feel like y'all gotta do that. Uh, once again, I feel like I do have to say it that niggas. Okay, so all right, so starting off, uh, ladies, once again, I just want y'all to know y'all don't have to do that. Y'all don't have to, do, you know, put on a suit or even get. The... I mean, some people they do it for them, but I promise you, I think if you even 
get off the internet for X amount of time, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll stop caring because it's only you're only comparing yourself to other women, and it's like it's not really worth it. Niggas fuck anybody, anything. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like I still think I'm telling you, I still don't think men should be the ones who pick their wives. Niggas be picking off ass. <laughs> They pick off Leave ass. Leave my ass is colleagues up. For real. No. They risk everything for ass. Your Ooh. ass big. That's why ugly bitches don't know they ugly nowadays. Because they got ass. <sighs> Leave my colleagues alone. No, I'm just, All right. I'm just saying. That these, you know, like. Ass is not that serious. I've never seen a more ass impressed species. It's not even that serious. Anyway, moving on, let me put uh, just a little education out here because I have seen, I've seen on a shade room, they posted it yesterday that a lot of people are losing their Medicaid, right? Damn. Yeah, and so it's, it's in five states for sure. A lot of people do not know why they are losing their Medicaid, and that's Arkansas, Arizona, Iowa, South Dakota, and New Hampshire. So, okay, the thing is, um, there was actually a public health emergency and which made a lot of people um, qualify for Medicaid who really aren't normally qualified for Medicaid. Mm. And that's probably the reason why, like, now that COVID is not considered a state of emergency anymore, that's why I know for Arkansas, that's why people are no longer being eligible. Now, you can call... Um, to and check on your medicaids and see if you like if your renewal will go through because you might still qualify some people may but um yeah that's probably what it is just to give anyone some a little bit of clarification it was only for covid that's why a lot of people had extra insurance Damn. Okay. out here yeah so um d you ready for today's episode i'm ready Go. Raven. What's up, D? Man, you know, I'm excited about this episode. And I and you know I tend to say that like every episode, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> but we always get to talk to some really super cool dope people out of out of our city. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like I told you back in January, I had went to this conversation circle that I got invited to by Mr. Malik. Shout out to mm-hmm. Malik. So not only did I meet Tim Campbell there. I actually got a chance to meet a special young person, you know, a young black lady. So, okay. Yeah. So I've been following her work since then. I reached out to her. I said, look, I need you on the podcast. She said, let's make it happen. So, okay. Yeah. She, it was, it was that easy, like super cool. So to the people in Arkansas, I'm excited for this one. So you ready, Raven? She, she, I'm she ready. Gotta be, she got to be introduced really popular. You really right. So we got, okay. the, po- we got the poet. The artist, okay. the creator, all right, the energy curator, period. Okay, Miss Drinker Rice in the building. Let's go. Hey, I feel like we should hear a round of applause now. Y'all got the <laughs> I don't even, bro. I need a soundboard. Look, I'm, while I was over here really holding my breath, I feel like I can't breathe. Why not? <laughs> you good? Because the sound's so sensitive. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's the poet, the artist, the creator, and energy curator, Drika Right. So we are live in the 501, and you know what's up. Okay. Hey, 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 they should be on a, 
That sounds like that should be on the radio. On a late I, night I am on the radio. <laughs> what? What? What station? 96.5 The Box. Inspirational Tuesdays with Rika Wright. Because I was going to say, that's definitely giving radio. Like, I do radio. Okay, girl. All right, I'm ready to talk to her. Let's we, go. We, 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 go ahead and break the ice, Raven. Go ahead and get her. Okay, because you know we do have to do icebreakers. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So, Drika, what's something you're like really embarrassed to like out loud? Anything. Like if it's a person, some clothes, a song. What's something you're just so embarrassed to tell people that you like? I really am love R. Kelly. Like that was my favorite artist since middle school. And like now these days I find myself if somebody asks me who my favorite R and B artist is, sometimes I have to throw a disclaimer out there. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly is definitely Oh, I'm so ashamed. <laughs> hey, we can't help it. R. Kelly had them hits, so that's just is what it is. Facts. Uh, we talking about the music. Like, yeah, right. like it, separate the music now. He ain't shit in real life. But listen now, I I, I identify that's my one of my favorite uh, artists too. Okay, All right, look. Now. Yeah, so so that's <laughs> definitely that that top thing right there, man. I but I mean I hate to run off his um accomplishments because I just think that it'd just be inappropriate. But yeah, that's that thing, y'all. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. feel bad saying that right now. Like I just my arms <laughs> just got a little sweaty. No, because you know I got a women's empowerment organization called the Melanie Land, and like I just. Hey, hold on, hold on. You got to wait on it because we. Uh, we I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's another reason why I feel ashamed. Because how you gonna have a women's empowerment organization <laughs> like R. Kelly? It's his music. It's not we what he it. do. Yeah. yeah. You right. You right. Y'all right. You right. Cause he got hit, so we can't we can't take that from him. We can't, we can't, we can't. Like right. what? Ain't nothing wrong, but a little bit of bump and grind. I'm not, I'm not deleting it off my playlist. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, next okay. question. Next question. We we talking about this too much. <laughs> so the people that don't know Miss Drinker, where, where you from? I'm from Southwest Little Rock, Arkansas. Born and raised. Okay. Born and raised. What school did you go to? Hmm. I went to a lot of Little Rock School District schools. Okay. Chico Elementary, Washington, Springs. Um, maybe middle school. I went to J Fair for a little while, and then I graduated from East Dam Charter School in 2012. Damn, that's not a <laughs> <Okay>. thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not 2012. What's that? I know what you meant though. I yeah, it, it did sound right when I said it. Though. It did. It made sense. Y'all finna say me too. <laughs> all of us graduated. 12, we we all did. Twenty twenty twelve. That's the twenty twenty twelve. Damn, y'all. I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I was trying to speak all elegant, and I just messed up. <laughs> okay, okay. Drinka, what's the craziest DM you ever received? The craziest DM I ever received um was actually from it, it actually came from like in a t-shirt page and this dude was saying that um yeah, he was just calling me all out of my name and saying I 
fake ass fat Beyonce with um <laughs> cellulite and stuff. And like at first I didn't know who it was, so you know I had to do a little what? research because I'm like, man, my God, why would somebody say such a thing to me? <laughs> and I found What'd out you do. See, and there's the story right there. I, I did some research and found out that this person who was writing me from this little t-shirt page, like the t-shirt page, you really couldn't tell who it was from. But with my investigation skills, what I found <laughs> was this guy who had been talking to himself in my inbox on Facebook. And I guess he just got mad, you know, because he wouldn't get no response. But, yeah, he talked bad to me. He hurt my little feelings. I ain't going to tell you no story. How you so, find out that it was him? Because I took the name of the company and I put it in um, on Facebook because it looked like the it was it was a t-shirt company that didn't go nowhere. So he was just using that page to like kind of disguise it was him. But what I did was I, I copied and pasted that name on Facebook and it um, showed up that there was a company that he was promoting. Then I went back to the Instagram page and saw that he was following the page. And you know, people follow their own business page. So, yeah, I, I put two and three together and got five. All women need to be CIA agents. I'm, I'm convinced because I'm convinced <laughs> all women are embedded with investigative skills. Like, this skills, no, natural skills. For real. Now my sister, she, she a different level. I could tell her to go find something and it'll it'll be back to me in under a minute. I matter of <laughs> fact, I told her, I said, man, could you look up my daddy child support records real quick so I can find out what that baby <laughs> name is. As soon as I sent the message, I had got got the reply back. I'm like, damn, did I? Whoa, she's fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny so miss drinker in 2019 you did a poetry residency at meadow park elementary how was that whole process and that that led to you know the whole poetry thing so uh, i am a poet so like i said before i've been doing poetry since i was in sixth grade but i started teaching it like when i was in high school at east end i had a poetry club and from there, it just evolved into me teaching poetry and creative writing in an after-school program to where now, that's what I do for a living. I teach poetry and creative writing as a way to address social-emotional learning and to help students channel their voice and increase their comprehension and communication skills. So in 2019, I did do a five-day poetry workshop at Meadow Cliff Elementary in North Little Rock, Arkansas. And it was a beautiful experience. You know, um, Meadow Park was actually one of the schools where the kids, they really participated and it was such a transformational experience. Matter of fact, throughout the workshop, you know, I teach them about things that they already have to learn, you know, like figurative language and writing. So I teach them how to write poetry. But throughout this process, I always encourage them to talk about things they don't usually get to talk about. So you'll hear kids talk about all kinds of stuff that you don't even think they think about, but they talk about things from feminism, pollution, uh, politics, you know, family, depression, death. And at Meadowcliff, I actually had... um. No, I'm sorry. So throughout that poetry residency, I teach them poetry. I teach them. They write something. And then at the end, we finish off with a big poetry slam. So at Meadow Park specifically, I did have a great testimony from that school because there was a student by the name of Dakila. When I was working with her, she was shy and timid. But at the end of the residency, she won a poetry slam. And again, that that was years ago. Fast forward to 2023, I ended up judging a NAACP speech competition. And 
in the last round, it was a ninth grader. She came up and they said, oh, she's doing her speech in the form of a poem. So y'all know I was lit because I'm like, I do poetry. And when the girl came up, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's one of my former students. And she really came up there and she killed it. So it was very, it made me feel good to see that she kept going with the poetry. And not only did she do a poem for her speech, but she won. And the fact that she just kept up with that, it made me feel good because, you know, afterwards when I got to talk to her, she was like, Miss Trika, you know, I've been trying to find you and catch up with you all over the years. I did my Black History Project on you. And oh. she is still writing poetry. And I'm actually about to start helping her uh, publish her first book. And she's in oh. my right now. That's super dope. Yeah. I've been a crime. Yes, that's, that's one of my, um. it made me feel like accomplished because poetry man it's it's more than just an art form it's it's therapy it's therapeutic and like I said poetry is what helped give me my voice so to be able to give that back to students at a young age like that's important to me because there's I don't know what blockage is happening with the black voice but there is and I I just hate to see our kids struggle when it comes time to speak because we are literally some of the most animated people we just got to pull it out the kids at at an early age and that's what I'm here to do. Help you tap into your emotions, tap into your voice, and take over the world. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I hate that my follow-up question is like something completely off the topic of that. No, it's <laughs> I feel like we're gonna be all over the place anyway. Y'all talking about champagne and sugar cookies. I don't even think those go together, so that's gonna be fitting. If you go to a different <laughs> question. Hey, stomach gonna be hurt. They just don't even match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Drinker, what's the most toxic thing you've ever done? Hello? Is <laughs> 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 you been like you can't hear me? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, for real. The most toxic thing I've ever done was, um, you know, breaking to somebody's phone and putting an app on it to where I could see everything that was going on. No. That's the thing? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe not now. Yeah, maybe not now. You know, it's probably more updated technology. You know, I haven't tried it here lately. I don't go too far. Okay. Ooh. Fellas, hey, that's why we don't give out. Look, what? Uh, Derek, yeah, come on, Diddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I'm like, dang, you know, a whole app on a phone. That's wild. That's crazy. Cause I knew, I know people be like, uh, going into the stage, putting their number under the delivered and stuff. So they, the every text message they get, it'll come to their phone too. But everything you do on your phone. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. That was the thing, but that was in the past, you know. I think I was like 19 in college. But... <laughs> oh, that's super dope, though. I, ain't nothing wrong with that's it. You know, we've all been there. That's super <laughs> yeah, dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Dope. That's different. Love is love. It don't matter. Love is you love. just love. <laughs> it's okay. It's it a part matter. of it. It's a part of it. So, some, some backstory on, on your poetry. How, how did you even get into poetry? Like, was it always a natural thing? No. So, in sixth grade, I had a teacher. Braswell, she introduced us to poetry and she had us enter this online competition and I ended up winning. So my first published poem in a book was when I was when I was 11 years old, I did a poem called I Know What I Know. 
and mm. the poetry competition that I was a part of this company like they would do these competitions students poetry into one book and it's called like the celebration of young poets but anyway that made me feel very confident so I just always I kept writing and then one time I wrote a poem it like came to me in the wee hours of the night y'all and I could not I had to get up to write like I could not sleep and I it was in, I was in ninth grade, matter of fact, and I ended up writing, uh, reading that poem to my mama. And she was like, oh, my God, I feel like you're telling my story. I want you to read this at church. And I'm like, okay. I read it at church. The church folks told me that I did good, even though I felt like I did terrible. But I wanted to continue doing that, and I just kept on. You know, I took public speaking to try to hone in on my talent and skill set and develop some confidence because – I'm shy, y'all. I don't know if y'all can tell, but I, I was shy. I can't tell. I was quiet. Yeah. I can't tell. I, I, wouldn't, know. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> so if it wasn't if it wasn't poetry, like what did what did you want to actually do growing up? Um, first I wanted to be a teacher. Then I was like, you like the fourth person we didn't talk to to say they, they said they want to be a teacher. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> so nice. career though. That's the go-to thing. It was the go-to thing. I was a part of a club called Teachers of Tomorrow in middle school, so I just I wanted to be a teacher. Then it turned into I wanted to be a um psychologist. Like I had uh, fake clients when I was in middle school. I'm not even gonna say fake because m- my practice was real. Like I had folders on everybody. Um, <laughs> I had confidentiality. Like I told them, hey, I need everybody to bring me a little school picture. I'm gonna put it in your file. Um, and y'all, they had to write me their notes on their, what their problems were. And like, I, I, I literally still got those um, notes too. And like the little things they used to talk about and want advice for. But I wanted to do that um, for a while. And I remember telling my auntie Ruby that I wanted to do that. So one day she, um, it's like she practiced with me. She was like, okay, well, say I come to you and I tell you that I feel like the whole world looking at me and I'm sad all the time. and don't know why. What would you tell me? And in that moment when she did that and um, like that whole exercise, it made me realize that, wow, you got to have answers for people. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so then I wanted to, I just wanted to be a business owner, have a youth program and own apartment complexes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's super dope. And you're gonna hear me say that a lot. That's my go-to. I swear to God, God. Yeah, I don't have anything else. That's super dope. I'm gonna if I say something depressing too, he'll say that's super dope. That's so dope. That's super dope. That's so good answer. Good answer. Like on Family Feud. They be like, good answer, good answer. That's deep. Super dope. That's a transitional phrase. We'll take that. Right. Like, okay, That's how you know, like say what you gotta say, right? Shit. Okay, all right, got you. So, okay. So, Drinka, what's the first poem you ever wrote, and how did it go? It's great, that poem that I used to win in a competition, and it was called I Know What I Know. And this is the only part I remember. And now, I'm just going to say it. I know what I know because I know. Don't ask me how I know. Just know that I know. <laughs> that was the poem? <laughs> yeah, now it was more, but I don't remember the rest now. You asking me to dig back. <laughs> 15 plus years. <laughs> I don't got yeah, the I wouldn't even know that. I wouldn't even remember that. You got it. Like, cause I sure wouldn't remember that. So so Miss Dreekum, you know, I'm like I said, I've been watching you. 
and you got the melanin land. So, so how did how did you come up with this? Like, what was the vision behind it? And you know, what's what's been the like? What's the what's the the whole? You know, what's your goal in this? Mm -hmm. So, the melanin land is my women's empowerment organization <clears throat> that really started and took off last year in May. Now, I've always had a women's empowerment organization. It was called Hey Sis. I would get women together to take pictures and network because I love taking pictures. You know, I grew up, my mama always dressed us up and we just love to take pictures. So I transferred that to like, man, how can I get large groups of women together to come together, kick it, laugh, feel beautiful and like network amongst each other. So, you know, for years I've been doing that. And then last year in May, I wanted to do one where it was just for women of color. So I did an event called Melanin in May in collaboration with my business bestie, Yamina Cummins. And after that event, like just seeing all the black women come together, um, I had them dressed in all shades of brown and we had vendors out there and, and networking bingo. After that experience and like just feeling the energy in the room, I'm like, oh shit, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to continue to do this is the demographic that I want to hone in on because it's nothing like being amongst people who look like you and have shared experiences and who all are looking to grow and develop in a certain way. So the melanin land officially, you know, evolved into what it is less than a year ago in May. We're coming up on our, our first year, but yeah, that that's when we started. Okay. okay. You doing it again this year? Cause I want to go. Mm -hmm. So the Melanin Land, it's, it's an organization on its own, and we do a variety of events. Now, the primary event that we do, the photo shoot networking event, um, I've actually been traveling in that around the states. You know, so far we've done five states and six cities. We went to Little Rock, Atlanta, Georgia, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, Memphis, Tennessee, and and we are coming up on our one-year anniversary where May... 15th we will be having a soiree so we're gonna have the women put that stuff on and come out and celebrate so that's the next event that we have coming up and we got a, a plethora of other events too you know y'all can always go to the melanin land page or the melaninland.com to see what we have coming up but the melanin land soiree one year anniversary may 15th is coming Okay. And I love seeing my sisters. I love seeing them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Look at that. Mm. Okay. And be so... one. So bad. <laughs> 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 I... Eventually, one for men, one for young girls, teenagers, or young men. Because it is truly like a cool experience when you get everybody in one room. They looking good, feeling good. Man, I can't even explain like the depth like the energy and how infectious it is to be in one space with that many dope black people yeah yeah you got to make that happen so i'm excited about this whole the vision of it so you know mm -hmm. my, and my new favorite color is brown anyway <laughs> Mine, <laughs> i'll be on be on the internet looking for brown stuff all the time for real Okay, so Drika, um, you published several books, right? And you've assisted with other artists in creating their vision. Um, how is that process seeing others in their element? How is that for you? Oh, y'all did some research. I like y'all. 
<laughs> so the process of helping other people create books um it's fun it's it's really encouraging well it, it makes me feel really good to be able to assist somebody in doing something that they didn't originally think was possible so the process is very beautiful because I usually I work with people who you know I believe in who I see and know will actually put in the work to complete the project because you know I help people for free like it's my way of giving back it's like a, a thank you to God for giving me the talents that he gave me I'm like man how can I help somebody else um grow and what it is that they do so seeing somebody you know eyes lit up and be like oh my gosh you know I always wanted to write a book but I didn't know how it's like I I know right. so how can I help you and how in this process you know continue to help you build up your confidence about you know what you offer the world because throughout my my process yes I'm helping you put this book together but it's more so about like encouraging you to see it through you know we always have these goals that we want to obtain and reach but we don't ever do it so to see somebody you know want to do something and go through the process and actually complete it that's big because I'm real big on seeing it through. You know, do what you said you were going to do. Hey, stick to your word. I like that. Yep. It is. I'm happy so, to ask for help because I'm planning on writing a book. I'm writing a book right now. And I have no idea what to do. So, mm-hmm. um, all I say is that people, if you've got the manuscript, we can take off. You just need, if you got the words, everything else, I can help you with. But I can't give you the words. <laughs> You, you heard that, Raven. Yeah, I got the words. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know who to call, where to get yeah. this, you know, the hard base and, and how to put, I don't know how none of this stuff work. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a pretty simple process, man. I, I go through the, the self-publishing route now. I do help people, you know, from concept, well, all the way through the creation process of making sure you got the cover, the interior design, and the layout, and the editing, and all of that, but you know, people know how to do all of this stuff on their own. I I say you can, to print, we use KDP.com, which is a company by Amazon. It's a self-publishing company. And literally, you got your cover and your manuscript, you can upload it. And, you know, they'll have it on Amazon. And then you can buy your books in bulk through that website. Like my book, um, 17 Mirrors, which is a collection of, Poetic Reflections, that book, it cost, at a, at the wholesale price, like $2.62. So there's no limited quantity you have to buy in order to get it at that price. It's just that. So if you want to put something in writing and make a book and make some money off of it, I definitely recommend KDP, KindleDirectPublishing.com. Come on, Drinker. Uh, dropping the free gems and education. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, know I know somebody happy right now. Me. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're really big in the community. And, you know, you, you love working with the youth. So, like, what's next coming up for the youth? Um, For the youth, mm-hmm. the next thing that I got for them... Ooh, I don't even know if I should share, if I should say it out loud. But <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. No, no. I will. Now, typically how my business is structured. So I, I teach poetry and creative writing for a living. I said that earlier. My business is called Seven of Arts. 
and I I offer creative based professional and personal development. So with that, I book with organizations and schools. So I'm typically just going to them and then leaving. But there's a lot of kids who have talent that really stand out that I want to continue to work with. So what I'm working on this year is creating a club for them so that I can have them, you know, amongst each other in one space where we can work together and create more because it's different when, you know, I'm I'm in a classroom and I'm working with 28 kids. So I, ca- I got to try to cater to everybody so that this experience is good versus, you know, if I take all that top talent um, and the kids who really show a genuine interest in it and put them in one room amongst each other, man, you can only imagine the great things we'll create. So I'm working on that, um, having a club for them and meeting up with them regularly to create and make masterpieces. I like it. So, so what about, that's the youth. So what about the, you know, for the adults, any more conversation circles coming up? Cause I, I gotta tell you, I really do think that that is like, like older people, like our age need to attend, you know, circles like that, hearing other people, you know, they, they grew up similar, you know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. I thought that was like super cool being in there listening to y'all. So is there anything like that coming up? Yeah. So the conversation circle, that is an event that me and my friend Tim Campbell started where we just creating intimate spaces where people can have conversation. And as for that, we'll continue to host those regularly. I mean, we don't have a date the next one, but it is our goal to hopefully get to a place where we're doing them on a monthly basis because, like you said, being able to have that intimate discussion, like it can really open up your mind to new perspectives and just encourage you to think outside the box and operate on a higher frequency. So as for what's coming up next for the adults when it comes to the conversation circle, hey, it's coming up, but I, I'm, I don't know when. Just follow me, drink it right, <laughs> <laughs> and catch up. Stay tuned to catch up with the next date. And as for the Melanin Land, again, we're we're continuing to grow. The Melanin Land soiree is coming up, but this fall I'll have a big conference too, as well for the women where we bring in professionals and speakers to talk about business and like how to really elevate not only in your career and your profession and business, but also in your personal life. Okay. Mm. I, I like that, man, seeing people from the state just doing big things, man. Yeah, and shout out to Tim Campbell. Uh, he was on our last episode. Shout out to him. He doing that brother doing good work out here, too. Hey, turn up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Drika. <laughs> Left <laughs> turn, right? All right. What's the brokest thing you, someone has done around you? whoa the brokest thing someone has done around me Mm -hmm. was mm, I don't know skip (laughs) (laughs) that was a good one good answer good answer good answer family feud no no I'll go to this now I got a lot of cousins, so ain't nobody going to know which cousin I'm talking about. But I wanted to go stay with my cousin for a little while. And when she would go to Walmart, she would switch the tags on things to make it cheaper. <laughs> and first of all, I was impressed. I'm like, wow, that's a genius idea. But now that I, I'm older, I'm like, okay, that was a 
stupid. Like a, a money saver move. But I'm not gonna call it broke. She was just a money saver. <laughs> yeah, she I, wait, 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 what the bigger picture? Because it's before self checkout. Oh, we had yeah before self checkout. Yeah, before self checkout, that that's definitely that was definitely smart. Don't do it that. It was before two thousand ten. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, she good. She all right. She was, she she was smart. She a pioneer. <laughs> she paves the way. She don't feel, I, feel no more. Because <laughs> when I say I feel her, I just spent three hundred dollars in Walmart today, and I'm really mad. And you probably got three items. Huh? Nah, I got <laughs> I got groceries and stuff, but. Jesus, I don't know it's what's going up. I know everything going up. I spent one hundred and seventy-one dollars, and I'm like, what? What did I get? <laughs> Let me tell y'all, because eggs, I got, I got twenty-four thing of eggs, and they was four dollars, right? Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I got, listen, listen. I got them because they was four dollars. I said these must be the retarded eggs. I don't Damn, know what's going on. girl. So then I I searched all the eggs, all the eggs went down. But this is my this is my conspiracy. They knew we was complaining about the eggs, so everything else went up. Cause then I went to go get some Italian dressing, eleven dollars. So no, not fried salad with eggs in it. Crazy, right? You lying? <laughs> hey, let me get three of them eggs. You know. What? That's a broken thing. <laughs> what? That's the brokest thing anybody ever said to me. Look, I was gonna say that, but look, you, 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 not dead. <laughs> no, for okay, real though. You go, you gonna have to start asking to borrow eggs for this, this. I'm serious. I'm gonna for hey, I'm gonna sell them out the dope. Oh my god. Okay, so you ready for the question of the day? Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so you already know we ain't really been talking about it on our show because I hate to see it, but you see like all the SWV um problems they've been having mm-hmm. and stuff. Right? I have I have been seeing it. Okay, so you, you know, Tasha, everybody been like throwing like salt on her husband and blah blah blah. And you know, he got all these so she came out with that live and she was like hey we've been together for 28 years and we're in an open marriage so how do you feel about open marriages and are you open to it open relationships in general now I truly believe that people have to decide what works for them I don't see nothing wrong with them having an open situation if they work for them um, as for me I'm in a relationship. I have a girlfriend and it is monogamous. So Okay, so you I'm if monogamous. she came if she came and she was like, Hey, I you know, would you be open for a polygamous or just an open relationship? You'll be like, nah. Now if she came to me with that, I, I would be open to an open situation, but not a polygamous one. Mm. Okay. 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 All right. Cool. We'll take that. I feel like with that, it's just I don't know. Having three people in one place, I'm like, it's a no for me. Just be open and go about your business. Keep (laughs) yourself if I don't ask. I'm not concerned. (laughs) You heard that? I ain't with it. Uh, that's that's your dead. Don't even try that. You ask. I think a lot of men live buy open relationships but don't want to claim it because then they'll give their woman access 
Come on now, somebody. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna like, say yeah or nay to that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, Preaching. y'all be living y'all lives as if you're in open relationship. Because y'all yeah. like all the bitches but the one you got at home for some Ooh. reason. Go to her. I'm not, I'm not listening to that. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to my colleagues out there, man. Roof, roof, roof. <laughs> and that's the problem that's your problem right there so miss drinker we going into the new week you know what i'm saying tell our cousins out there give us something good for the week to fill up on tell us something good people if you are listening to the sound of my voice right now just know that it's gonna be all right Mm, yes. Come on, can somebody say amen? Yes. Amen. 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 No, for real, this is something that I always want to leave people with, um, is to live a life fearlessly. There's a lot of things that we come face-to-face with that make us question our abilities and our skill set, but just know, you know, if there's a challenge, if there's something that you want to do and um, you're scared to do it, just know you're scared for a reason because on the other side of that fear is success. Fear is a liar and a thief. Do not let it rob you of opportunities this week. And for myself personally, I do get scared a lot, but I don't let that fear cripple me or stop me from doing what it is that I want to do. So I just want to encourage any and everybody to not let fear hold them back. Because if you do, you'll live a life of woulda, coulda, shoulda. And you don't want to go to the grave that way. All right? Mm. Let the church say amen. Amen. You know, amen. You know, I was gonna say, you know, we play a lot. Well, not D. He don't play a lot with religion. I play a lot. I make a whole <laughs> bunch of jokes. So I was trying not to make no jokes that whole time. <laughs> it took everything in me not to make no well, jokes. Too, I do play all day too, because God knows my heart. You sound like my homeboy. Because he'll do something. He'd be like, God made me like this. He know me. I'm like, you know, like, it makes sense. Why real? Cause wait, no, I can't joke. It's a joke. Nigga gotta have some some comedic like traits about him too. He made me this funny to fuck. Yeah, we were made in the likeness of his image. Come on now, what? Oh, y'all know that. Cut the cash out of salt and pepper. (laughs) 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 Okay, all right. So, uh, Drinky, you got any? Uh, you want to tell the people where to find you at your websites, your socials? Mm-hmm. So, good people, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Drinker Writes. That's D R E K K I A W R I T E S. But if you put that name in Google, you can literally find me everywhere because I am the only one. <laughs> I know you was gonna right. say, I am that girl. I was gonna call I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, good people, you can find me on all social media platforms at Drinker Writes because I am that girl. I know that's right. Yes. <laughs> roof, roof, roof. Fellas, definitely do follow uh the melanin land. Yeah, do that, fellas. All these yeah, fellas. beautiful black women. Yeah, especially if you love your sisters. Mm-hmm. Well, this mm-hmm. has been good. Champagne and sugar cookies, y'all. I, I, I just love the energy on here. The questions it flowed easily. I can't believe we we've been talking for about forty one minutes. It just flowed so effortlessly. I know, like that. we're just so great at this. I can't wait to actually start doing video. We start doing video, like you got to come back. Yeah, oh, you, definitely. Definitely. you definitely got to come back. And then we real. can really cut up. 
Yeah, we cut him up. Like, I'm for real. We got cut up for real, for real. Um, y'all, y'all already know where y'all can find us at. Um, if you're not already following us, please follow us. Hello, because Spotify tripping on our followers, so please follow us on whatever listening platform you listen on. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, Champagne Share Cookies. Um, our email is Champagne Share Cookies at at gmail.com. TikTok is Champagne Share Cookies. And our Twitter is champagne and it's an N-word sugar. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. If you want to come on our show, you want to chop it up with us, y'all know we are the People Podcast. We love y'all. Yeah, for real. We do. And Ms. Drinker, once again, appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on the show with us. You're welcome. <laughs> you eat <it? laughs> I, I am. I wanted to say Lady Ray. She's so country. I love it. <laughs> what? what did she say? She missed all the words again. As long as y'all can read, y'all gonna have to read what she's saying on the platform like, thing. Wait, 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 niggas from the north got do you remember the Mickey Mouse uh tapes? <laughs> <a smile>. <laughs> Champagne sugar cookies. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't even know. It, I think it's too long. It's too uh long or something. I don't even know why they wouldn't let me do the whole champagne shirt cookies for Twitter. Ooh. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> champagne shirt cookies. <laughs> Ooh, she got an accent. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. I promise you, you got to come back when we uh we start doing, we start doing videos. Y'all just let me know. Okay, so definitely. Most definitely, man. Y'all already know what it is. Enjoy your week, man. I'm your boy, D-Walk. And I am your girl, Lady Ray, and this is the Champagne and Sugar Cookies podcast, the People's Podcast. Yes, sir. Sugar cookies right there. That's sugar cookies.